Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. According to the website Jewish Boston, the snake in Judaism represents our earthly selves, our physical cravings, or our animal souls. In Torah, the snake is both an agent of destruction and an instrument of healing. In China, the snake represents good luck, great harvest, and reproduction. And in India and Egypt, it represents wealth. Whatever your personal feelings about these these reptiles evoke, they are a central part to the Kruger National Park ecosystem. Raymond Causa is a game ranger at the Kruger Park. He also offers wilderness trails and has become increasingly known and indeed loved by our community for his accommodating his orthodox guests. He has also just completed his master's degree in nature conservation, and one of the animals he focuses on are snakes. Raymond, welcome and thanks so much for joining me. Welcome. Thanks for inviting me on your show, Raymond, you have just completed your master's degree on nature conservation. Tell me a little bit about the animals that you've studied. Uh, my study was focusing on ecology and habitat utilization of of, of the leopard turtles in the southern part of, of the Kruger National Park. That was the focus of my study. We're looking at the habitat utilization and also looking at home range utilization, how far the animal is, is, is moving. That's what the, the study was all about. To look at, at the distance the turtles is, is, is covering within the, the specific home range in, 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 in the Kruger National Park. And what have you, dis- we, what have you learned? Uh, on, on, on that, we, I, I have learned the behavior of, of the turtles in terms of habitat utilization. How far does the turtles cover in, in a certain space of, of, of time? Okay. And, and how far does it go? Uh, if you look at the, in the, in the southern part of the, of the park, uh, a leopard turtles can move a distance of about 2,200 meters in a space of about two years. That's the distance that they, they've covered. Because the turtles that I was following, we, we have attached the transmitters at the back of the turtles that was calculating the movement. For me, it was just to visit the site monthly with the antenna, with the game guard accompanying me, tracking the, tur- the movement of turtles within that area. As soon as we encounter where the turtles is, we will start following it until we reach it, where I will have the transceiver, while I will download the data for, for, for that particular time. Hmm. Raymond, what got you interested in the tortoise? There is not lots of people associate with that animal with lots of things. If you look at the tortoise, there, there are people who arrest it for unknown medicinal uses. My idea was I wanted, I wanted to create an awareness about the importance of that creature because there is less that majority of the, our community bordering the Kruger National Park known about that species. One of the things that people should know about the turtles is it's a keystone species. Turtles play a very crucial role in our ecosystem in the distribution of grass seeds. So it's also a food source for other creatures. You're looking at uh, our raptors, our martial eagle, and then our bachelia, and then the ground hornbill. 
it also provides food source of that and also to the other predators our lion our leopard and our hyena and then honey badger are also benefiting from the turtles how many tortoises do you have in the kruger park we we have proof these of turtles occurring in the kruger national park we got the hinge back turtles and then we also have the leopard turtles that's the one that i was following in in terms of like now with winter months both they went for for hibernation and then when they went for the hibernation they'll get slow down their metabolism at the heartbeat and then with the range bed turtles will go underground whereas the leopard turtles will find a thicket where it can hide and is it safe while it's hibernating or is it still like it's safe for them but the only concern is if maybe we have like natural fire especially for 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 for, for the leopard turtles the, the fire can pass where it is sometimes we'll see during some ban on on that on on the, on on that shell or shelter that we call it a refugee because it's able to carry that refugee with it oh, it's absolutely fascinating You you mentioned also snakes in your thesis and their role in the ecology. How do they fit in? Snakes. People, everyone who visits the conservation area or camping everywhere in Africa, the only thing that will come in his mind is to think about snakes. If you participate in the wilderness trails, people are concerned about snakes. What they should know about snakes, snakes, is very important in the in the ecosystem. It it play a very crucial role on on controlling the mice. That some of the mice pose threat to us in terms of diseases. And then you also look at that snakes provide food source to to the other creatures. You look at our brown snake eagle that are benefiting from the snakes. You look at the honey badger that are benefiting from the snakes. And then you, you you also look at the black-chested snake eagle that are also benefiting from from the snakes. We need snakes in our daily life in terms of like controlling the diseases that are coming from mice. One snake on its entire life is responsible for for consuming about twenty thousand mice. Just having the impact that the snake's having on, on controlling mice than going on a shop and buying rechecks, that in return have a negative impact on, on, on our environment. What I wanted to share most with your listeners is looking at the comparison of snake danger and venom, because that's very, very important for, 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 for your listeners. And then you look at the, at the same type, type of venom, effect of venom and classic example of that snake. We'll start with inch front fangs and the type of venom of that is a cytotoxic venom. The effect of venom is it destroys your cells and tissues. You get it from a bite of a pup adder. And the fixed front fang, the venom type is neurotoxic venom. It affects the nervous system, causing paralysis and respiratory failure and heart stoppage. You get it from Cobra, the Mozambican spitting cobra, and then the the black mama. The bed fangs, you the venom type, the hematoxic venom. And then if somebody have been bit, a, a, the effect of that venom is 
prevents blood, it prevents blood clotting and causes internal hemorrhaging. Mm. You get it from a bite of a bomb slung and a vine and a, and a, and a, and a vine snake. And then you look at the, at the solid tooth non venomous. You got it from the cobra, the Afri- African rock python. There, there is no worry about that. If you, you look at, you look at the snakes like the Mozambican spitting cobra, they have a mixture of cytotoxic and neurotoxic, neurotoxic venom. And the black mamba have a, a combination of neurotoxic and cardio, cardiotoxic venom. Of the 120 species of snakes that we have in Southern Africa, only about 10% that are very dangerous to us humans. What your listeners will know about black mamba, we call it a black mamba because inside the mouth it is black. A bite of a black mamba just contains about between 10 and 15 milligrams of, of venom. For, sorry, it just contains about 400 milligrams of venom. It only just needs about 10 to 15 milligrams of venom just to, to kill a human being. Raymond, I'm just going to stop you there and ask you, as a guide, you've obviously chosen to look at the smaller animals for your thesis. Um, You're looking at the reptiles and the contribution they make. As a wilderness guide, how often do you actually come across snakes and little tortoises? We, like snakes, we, 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 we encounter snakes in summer. In winter, it's, it's very rare to, to encounter snakes. Only summer because it's very hot. Okay. Same applies like the turtles. We will we'll see lots of turtles somewhere around. As soon as we receive the first rain, that's when we'll start seeing lots of turtles moving around the roads to bring the water. But like in terms of winter months, it's very rare to, to encounter snakes. Do you feel frustrated maybe? although I think it's very different when you do wilderness trails as opposed to just being a tourist, that when people visit the Kruger Park, they look for the big five while ignoring the smaller little reptiles who have so much to offer. Definitely. majority of our, our guests that are, are visiting our wilderness area, they, the perception that they have, they just want to see the, the big five and then they, they forget about those small creatures that are playing a role on our biodiversity. Okay, tell me a little bit about your wilderness trails. Uh, first, I'll just define, because people will have questions about why do you call those areas a wilderness. A wilderness is a natural environment on Earth that hasn't been significantly been modified by, by human activities. That's how we, we call those areas uh, a wilderness. So we've got about seven wilderness trails in, in the Kruger National Park. We down south, we've got Volota Trail. That's one of our oldest trails camp, dates back 1978. And then we also have Bushman Trails. That's one of our, I think, fourth oldest trails camp in the park, dates back 1983. Mm. And then we've got Nappy Trails in the Scope area. And then in the central part of the park, we've got Sweeney Trails. And then we've got Matikiti. In the northern part of, of the park, we we got Oliphant Trail, and then we, we got Nyanaland Trail in the in the Andapafuri area. The trail activities either start on Sunday and end up on Wednesday, and then start on Wednesday and end up on on on, on, on Saturday. Those type of activities 
uh, are there just trying to reawaken the soul of our, our our visitors who are participating in those activities because most of the people who are visiting our wilderness trails have been exposed to city life traffic jam all in the morning rushing to work and all the noise from ambulance security alarms so as soon as you get into the wilderness area your soul will be reawakened. It's also a peace of mind while you're out there on a the wilderness. Raymond, I couldn't agree with you more. There's something. There's nothing quite being in nature to to refuel your own soul and to feel connected again. We have to leave it there. But thank you so much for joining me, and congratulations on your master's degree. And thanks for the insight into the little creatures that make up our Kruger Park. No, thank you very much. Hoping to see you in the Kruger National Park. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. That was Raymond Causer, who is a, a wilderness guide in the Kruger National Park.